I'm Dr. Michael Latola. And I'm Megan Strong. We're missing the Apple iPhone 5 announcement to record this. I guess that makes this thing obsolete. You're watching Chairside Live. Welcome to episode 19 of Chairside Live. Megan, how are you today? Doing swell, how are you? I'm doing very good, thank you. We've got an interesting case of the week for you today. We're gonna look at a common issue that we see in our implant department, and we're gonna look at some soft tissue aesthetics and how we might be able to develop a more aesthetic restoration when it's all said and done. But before we get to that, let's go to Megan in the news. An Oregon dentist is suing a former patient for posting negative reviews of the dentist's work online. The patient wrote about his experience with the dentist on a few websites, and the doctor claims that the post damaged his reputation, caused him to lose money, and produced emotional distress. Apparently, the patient wrote that he received, quote, improper and insufficient care, and told others to, quote, get a second opinion if the doctor told them they had caries. The patient's lawyers say that he visited another dentist after seeing the accused dentist and found unnecessary and poorly placed fillings. The lawyers also say that the dentist made threatening phone calls to the patient, demanding that he take down the comments. The patient complied, but the dentist is still moving forward with his $300,000 lawsuit. Wow, I'm just amazed sometimes how sensitive some of these dentists are. We know as dentists that patients really don't know what they're talking about. You know, I've had uh, women try to convince me that they lost a tooth for every child that they had, like this is a scientific fact. And if I had a dollar for every time somebody told me that the surgeon had a knee on their chest while they were extracting their wisdom tooth, and that, and that just stuff doesn't kind of, that doesn't happen. And you know that uh, in this era of social media that there's going to be reviews and you're gonna get bad reviews from time to time, like the French Laundry, you know, the kind of acknowledged best restaurant in the United States, if you go look on Yelp, there's people who give it two and three stars. So you're going to get bad reviews uh, on Yelp regardless of what you're doing. You just need to make sure you engage with your patients and get lots of positive reviews. So you have 150 positive reviews and then two or three negative ones. Furthermore, if this dentist, I think, would have just refunded uh, the price that the patient paid for these fillings and just made it all go away, I doubt it would have gotten to this point. Right. And it's kind of, you know, odd that the patient was asked or threatened to take them down and he took them down and now the dentist is still moving forward with the suit. I think it makes the dentist look like a real bully and look very insecure at the same time. You know, it, it doesn't matter how well we treat patients. You might make them wait too long in the reception area or something might hurt a little bit more than it needs to. There's a possibility you're going to get some probability, high probability, you're going to get some negative reviews. Instead of focusing on those, focus on getting enough positive reviews to kind of outweigh any negative reviews that you might get. Would you let a negative review stop you from going somewhere or using a service? It depends because normally if I'm going to a restaurant I've never been to and I check the reviews, if it's predominantly positive reviews and a few negatives, then I don't listen to it. But if it's like all negatives, um, especially if it was a service to like a car repair shop or dentist, I would definitely listen to the, if there was more negative reviews, but if it's just a few, that's to be expected and I don't really mind it. Yeah, I, I look into and look at the reviews for every hotel I'm gonna go to, especially obviously if it's one I've never been to before. And when you look at it, you never see a hotel that's just got all five-star reviews. Right. There's people who complain, maybe there was a convention in there and they had to wait for the elevators or something. So I will still go, I'll still patronize those establishments. To me, if three quarters of the reviews are like four and five stars, I feel like it's gonna be fine. Sure. Great, anything else? Yes. A West Virginia woman is suing her dentist over injuries resulting from a burr she swallowed during a routine restorative procedure. Apparently, when she went in to have a front tooth restored, she claimed she felt something slide down her throat. 
She says she choked and gagged, but no one gave her any aid or called 911. She claims she had serious pain and that x-rays found a burr from a dental handpiece lodged in her intestines. She had to visit the emergency room multiple times before the burr finally passed and once after. She also claims she has suffered a sore throat and raspy voice and has been unable to speak well since the incident. The dentist is accused of negligence and the woman is seeking compensation for the damage. I don't know how I feel about this story because patients inadvertently swallow a lot of things. You know, in dentistry, there's times where the tip of the burr will break off and you certainly try to catch it with your suction. But there's other times where patients swallow, you know, little pieces of amalgam or little pieces of tooth, and these can be very sharp as well. And here at the laboratory, we hear stories from dentists where patients swallow the actual crown. And the crown obviously has some sharp edges on it, and it can be metal if it's a PFM. And these patients don't have a raspy voice, you know, it hasn't become lodged in their intestines. Right. And just like this patient where she passed it a couple of days later, that's usually what happens when a patient swallows a crown as well, if they're willing to look for it and do all the uh, work necessary to find it 48 hours later. So to see somebody swallow a piece of a burr and then have a lawsuit and go to all this trouble, it doesn't seem... Uh, it sounds like it's somebody being maybe a little more opportunistic than, uh, than they need to be. All right, let's go ahead and take a look at the case of the week. In this week's case of the week, I wanted to take a closer look at a problem that we see more in the implant department than in other departments. We certainly see it in, in other departments when uh, in the veneer department, for example, when we're trying to close black triangles and we really have to square off restorations. Uh, sometimes we'll see it if a doctor does an extraction and doesn't create an ovate ponic receptor site. But we certainly see it here. You can see we've got this long soft tissue tunnel right along here. And it's a small size. You can see it's the size of uh, basically the implant that's in there. And it's just a long tunnel that goes through the tissue. And so when it comes time to create a tooth in this area, what well, we end up with something that looks like a lollipop where we've got an abutment here that comes out of the tissue and it's round and cylindrical and about the shape of the tissue punch that you see here. And then it's got a broad crown on the top of it because most doctors want us to close the interproximal embrasures and get rid of the black triangle. In fact, it happens a lot more on anterior cases if we look at one like this. And you can see where we've got that same uh, long kind of soft tissue tunnel going down there. And of course, when this crown's in place, the patient and the doctor are both gonna want to have as much of the black triangles closed here as possible. And so you end up with what we call a, a lollipop tooth where you've got a, a round stalk coming out of here, the abutment, and then you've got the round kind of lollipop sucker sitting here to fill everything up. So you have a big tooth sitting down on this skinny little abutment that goes into the implant. And so that's really challenging to make that look good uh, aesthetically, what I want to show you today is something that we've come up with here at the laboratory to help you uh, not have to deal with something like that. So let me take a case where we can illustrate this a little bit better. And this is a case where a doctor is going to be placing an implant to replace a lateral incisor that's going to be removed. And so what we fabricated for the doctor is a prosthetic guide. So this is a prosthetic guide that has the replacement tooth in place and there's a hole in the top. So this isn't quite the same precision as a surgical drill, a surgical guide. You could certainly order a surgical guide from us where you can use the drills and you can get some vertical control of the drills. But this is more of a prosthetic guide where the dentist is gonna use this to initially mark the spot on the tissue uh, where they're gonna place the implant or where the ideal placement would be 
from a prosthetic point of view. So you can take this prosthetic guide and use one of the drills to mark a hole on the tissue and then take off the prosthetic guide and then the dentist would be able to go ahead and freehand the placement of the implant here. I'm not nearly experienced enough to be comfortable doing that, so I have always used surgical guides through our laboratory to help me get the angulation of the implant perfect, and so I have some vertical control at the same time. But uh, this doctor uh, has placed many freehand implants and is gonna use the prosthetic guide just to mark the tissue, and then we'll place this implant freehand. And so once it's in there, you can see once again, we've got that tunnel that we've been talking about and the challenge, what we wanted to solve here was how do we create a better soft tissue profile so we end up with a more aesthetic restoration? And the answer is by using a, a temporary healing abutment like the one that you can see here. In fact, it's probably more proper to call it a temporary custom healing abutment because it actually is designed specifically for this patient. You can see the flare that it has on it instead of just being a straight cylinder, you can see that it's got uh, a flare on it and you can see it a little bit better even when we look at um, the CAD CAM design and it creates a transition between the implant and the soft tissue emergence so that it looks more natural like a normal tooth so we actually have a chance to have some papilla and have some nice aesthetic contours uh, on this restoration when it's all said and done. You can see the hex on there so it's going to screw directly into the implant, it's gonna act as a great healing abutment. So it's gonna to start to shape the tissue for us while the implant is osseointegrating. In fact, it's a lot like when we extract the tooth and then we place a biotemps bridge in place so we can form the ovate ponic receptor site at the same time while it's actually healing. Of course, if you are doing an anterior tooth such as this lateral incisor and you know the patient doesn't wanna be seen wearing that temporary custom healing abutment around. You could also go with a temporary custom abutment with a biotemps crown. And so if you feel that uh, you've got enough primary stability on this anterior implant, we can send this to you. And this is a temporary custom abutment. You can see it's got the same tissue design on it as the temporary custom healing abutment does. But with this one, there's a biotemp that actually fits down onto it as well. So instead of having a flipper in here over the healing abutment, the patient could wear this if you feel that you have enough uh, stabilization to be able to go ahead and immediately load this. And we will, of course, fabricate this out of occlusion for you. And whether you go with the custom healing abutment or the custom abutment with the Biotemps crown, at some point you are gonna have to take a, a final impression for this. And you can see that the custom transfer coping also has that same design on the gingival. So it's going to fit in place and it's going to support that soft tissue so that when you take that impression, we're going to have uh, that gingival outline and we're going to have those nice contours so that when we fabricate the abutment and the crown for you, we're going to have the best chance of making you a very aesthetic restoration. So all of these components that you've seen here today, these are all part of the inclusive tooth replacement solution and originally they were available just for our inclusive taper line of implants, the Zimmer compatible implants, but now this is actually available for all the inclusive compatible implants. So all the other major implant brands, if you use any of those, you can use this system as well. So take control of your soft tissue and take the opportunity to shape the soft tissue and give yourself and the patient the best opportunity of having a highly aesthetic final restoration. That about wraps it up for this edition of Chairside Live. On behalf of myself, Megan, and everybody here at the laboratory, I want to thank you for your time and your continued commitment to quality dentistry.
We'll see you next time. Um, about uh, 15 years ago, uh, a friend of mine, uh, I worked on he and his mom, and his mom had a crown come off while she was eating and she inadvertently swallowed it. So she called the office and she said, what do I do? And we said, you know, it'll pass in about 48 hours. You just need to check for it right. and see. And so you end up, you know, looking for it. And she found it and she brought it in two days later. Mm. And uh, I said, uh, if you have a few minutes, we can put that crown back in, but I'd like to run it through our sterilizer first. We have a sterilizer that works on a 15 minute cycle. And she looked at her watch and she said, I've got an appointment in about a half hour. Can you just put it back in? No, tell me you're joking. I'm not joking. And I said, well, we can do that, but I won't be liable for any effect that it has on your breath. And. Uh, <laughs>